Hey, welcome back to Waking Up with Whitney. This is Whitney Page. In these episodes, I take a look at some growing experience that I've had in my life and provide some sort of reflection to be able to help you relate it back to a similar scenario in your own. These stories can come from a slew of experiences like anything from my past life as an engineer to something a little bit more current and exciting, like my life here in Bali. On today's episode, episode number seven, we're going to take a look at triggers. Actually, for the next few episodes, we will. So this is a big one. This is a really great topic that I've always loved and learned from a lot about myself. And so without further ado, let's dive on in and let's take a look at starting with what triggers actually mean and what they look like. So a little imagery to be able to allow you to start to notice how this shows up in your life. I like to say triggers are like buttons, like imaginary buttons that we have in our life. And it's like if someone were to say something or elicit some sort of experience to come up into in your body, it's like they're pushing our button to make this experience and this reaction happen so strongly for us. So this can look like someone specifically like around holiday season with family members who know us very, very well and they know which buttons they have to push of ours to be able to get a certain type of reaction out of us. They can elicit some sort of conversation so that they will push one of our buttons. And that is an example of a trigger. Other examples include when friends or partners or coworkers or anyone else around us really pushes those buttons, whether they realize it or not, there's some sort of reaction that comes up within us, which we do not like, or we think that it is doubting our self-worth, it is putting us down in some way, and it is really taking us out of what's happening in reality and having this reaction happen inside of our body. So if someone asks you a question of, why do you feel that way? And if you think that when they say, why do you feel that way? They're saying that you're wrong and immediately doubting everything you say, then that is a trigger to make you react in this certain manner, which either comes in terms of rage, it comes in self-doubt, it comes in so many different ways that can create this sort of inward spiral of emotions. Um, It can either show up in terms of spirals of emotions. It can feel like you're building a wall up around yourself to like allow yourself to hide from society and from whatever thing is in front of you. Or it can come through rage and through anger of just being so pissed and so lit from someone accusing you of something. When in turn, they're really not but this is just our triggers that are being set off. So for today's example, as we dive into the first round of triggers, I'm going to 
reflect back with a little story from my working days. Not not my, <laughs> when I say working days, I mean my engineering days. So back in the corporate world, there were a handful of triggers that I had there too. And I found the most beautiful part about finding triggers is being able to learn how to work through them. Because once you are able to work through something and learn that it is not you, but it's simply a story, those experiences were the most profound for me to be able to move forward and apply them to not only the work world, but my interpersonal relationships with other people in my life. So let's go back. Let's go back to the days where I was in corporate America as an engineer in the office, number crunching and creating proposals to be able to send off to clients. These are the days where I had, I noticed a lot of the systems that we implement at the beginning of construction, since I was a construction engineer, involved a lot of QC, quality control checks. And so these checks were done to be able to ensure the work that makes it out to the client is correct and it protects not only our company, but is a realistic thing for the client to be able to use. Because at the end of the day, everyone wants to feel comfortable comforted, they want to feel confident, and they want to know that they have a very reliable product on their hand. And some of these things, each one of those things, were things that challenged me. So to be able to provide the comfort, confidence, and reliability as I was starting off a new rotation and not entirely sure of the work that I was producing. And so as one is learning how to start a new task um, a new area of the industry and really just learning a lot every single day. I also was faced with a boss that was very skilled and very certain of the product that he wanted to, cre to create and to present. My boss knew what questions to ask, how to ask them, and really how to make this review process happen as quickly and efficiently as, pro as possible. And it could only happen as quickly and efficiently as possible as the person who was reviewing with him. So for myself, being new to the group, new to the, that task, I wasn't necessarily attuned to the types of things that he wanted to see. And the soft skills and the soft feelings that he wanted to feel were certain that the numbers and that my work came from where it came from, the that I wasn't missing any big numbers, and that it was accurate. So accurate, wanted to feel comfortable and reliable with my work. I mean, all very common things that all bosses are looking for, really, in the grand scheme of things. But as you start off in a, in, in a rotation, in a new position, that can seem like something that might seem like a heavier lift and there was some doubt there was a lot of doubt for me when um, going through the review process i would ask questions 
or he would ask me a question of where did this come from? And I could feel those walls, like that trigger coming up around me of saying like, oh shit, where did this come from? What, where are you pulling these from? And what is this feeling that's coming up around you? And so as he would ask those questions, I would say, uh, let me check back. Let me check back. Let me get back to you. But in the back of my mind, I knew exactly where those numbers came from. I just didn't want to tell him exactly where they came from because I was afraid of them being wrong. I was afraid of me not being perfect. And I was afraid of having to go back and redo everything. So essentially saying that my work was equated to my worth. And so when I heard him say, hey, where does this number come from? I equated that to me not being perfect. And then because I thought that my work equated to my own worth, I said that I was not perfect instead of separating myself from my work and saying, hey, your work is still fine, but you just need to, you just need to know where things are coming from and like what, be prepared for which questions are going to be asked. I'm sure you guys can all relate to different experiences of your own life of where you feel like your worth is being doubted, but that was a little taste of and a little trip down memory lane that I got to experience for my own self as I noticed how I've grown through this trigger. And I noticed my process as I went through this and I noticed my boss was looking for these certain things of he wanted confidence and he wanted certainty and he just wanted the facts as many engineers and many men do, is they just want to know where things are actually coming from. So as I started to learn what he was looking for, I was able to prepare myself for the questions that he was going to ask to be prepared down the road. And as time went on, I was able to see my evolution, my own confidence and my own worth, where I was able to say, this isn't who I am, this work isn't who I am, but I am able to answer the questions because the questions are equate to the actual work that I did. So I'm the only one to be able to give you the answers for my work. So I bring this back to triggers because I had the opportunity in my body to shut my body down and allow my walls to go up and not answer his questions. Or I had the opportunity to take a breath, slow down, connect back with myself and say, hey, where did this question, how can I answer this question in a way that is true, that my boss is looking for, and that also props me up? Like, what is, what is the truth behind this answer? So I share this to help encourage you to work through your own triggers. And for today's exercise, I want you to notice in the work world, in your day-to-day, in your people interactions that you encounter, who and what situations come up to trigger you. Where do you notice those walls that pop up around you? Where do you notice that anger that comes out of nowhere? Where do you notice yourself shutting down in different ways or spiraling? And then from there, once you notice those situations and those people, try to see if you can take one more step back and ask yourself why. Why do you feel that way? 
And we'll continue to work on how to breaking down, break down this trigger process. As things come up, we want to be able to work through them so that they're no longer attached to us. So step one is noticing what experiences, who it is, and then step two is allowing yourself to answer why. Why and what do I feel? So that is what I have for today. Check back in tomorrow for another podcast and take care.